What's up? It's Goat the Goat Talk. You plugged in with Jay right now. This is Jay Nash. Jay, I heard you name your dog after me. Cameron Jordan, New Orleans Saints defensive end? What's going on, Jay? Um, Jay, um, I wish you guys many monies for many moons. Right here, baby. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Watch yourself. With my boy, Jay Parrish. Check him out, y'all. He's bringing that heat all the time. What up, guys? It's Kenyon Drake, current Arizona Cardinals running back. And you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Hey, what's up? This is Jameis Winston, and you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Hey, what's up? It's Alexander Madison, and you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. You're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. You're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Boom! Jay the Plug. Can't say he's my boy yet. And you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Get plugged up, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh... I don't even know what to say here. Uh, my <laughs> my guest needs no introduction. Of course, I am Jay, the uh, host of Plugged In with Jay. But T Pain, what Yo. is happening, man? What's happening, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, dude. Thank man, you. It's my pleasure. My pleasure, man. I like when we met. I was talking to you about football. I normally. Inter, you know, I, I interview football players and, and yeah. athletes and stuff, but man, I, I got to tell you, this one's uh, this one's top of the list for me. I mean, number one. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. Real. Um, so I know you were a busy man. Your Twitch is going to be going off at 9 p.m. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to get started with you real quick. All right. All good. Let's go. All right. So um, I did a pair of shoes for your wife. Amber. Oh my God. She loved them so much. This, okay, good, man. That's that's what I like. <laughs> we Ooh. got him. We got him. She uh, she liked the box. She thought the box was for me. So, you know, because <laughs> usually when I get stuff sent to my house, it, uh, we, we you know, put it in her name. So nobody will see T-Pain on top of the box and be like, oh, I'm taking this. So because <laughs> it's happened before. It's happened a lot. So uh, right. we put we put all my stuff in her name now. So it won't be it won't get taken. But, okay. you know, she brought it in here thinking it was for me. And uh, when she saw the box, she saw the, the panda on top of it, and she got all excited. And yeah, good. It was man. really good. It was a good day. She called <laughs> me later on, and she called. She went to the, uh, I think she went to the nail shop or something afterwards, and she called me. She's like, "Oh, I feel so special," and that made me feel so special. Thank you for getting me those shoes. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, of course." And you know, she also told me to tell you thank you, and uh, you know, she she loved them, man. It's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. I remember, yeah, I was going to do a pair for you, which I'm working on right now. When yeah, you told me to do a pair for her. What's that? I'm all good. I'm all good. I got, I got, I got, a, I got a lot of shoes. Those she don't, she don't number. get, uh, she don't get a lot of, a lot of shoes like that. So, you know, all her shit is heels and boots and stuff like that. So she's been waiting on some, some sneakers like that to, to oh. really be special. And she didn't want anything normal when she's, you know, get back to wearing sneakers. So that was, yeah. that was pretty special. She always, she already talking about wearing them tomorrow. To a awesome, I gotta go to. So yeah, we're ready to go. That makes me happy to hear. I'm really happy about that. Now, Hell yeah, man. Speaking of Miss Amber, otherwise known as Pan Pan. Um, yep, yep. Y'all been married for 18 years now? Uh yeah. Well, well, we've been together for 18 years, been married for 17. So we just kind of count that first year as we were already married. <laughs> we were already saying we were gonna get married. After we met, like three days after we met, we were already saying we were gonna get married. So we just kind of count that. As as being married, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's good. Yeah, my wife and I do the same thing. We've been together for uh, seven years, been married for six. But yeah, we pretty much every time just I count talk, it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, yeah. So 
I wanted to hear a story, if you wouldn't mind sharing it. Um, the way that y'all got engaged, I, I read a little something, thought it was oh a my God. cool story. Man. <laughs> Can you elaborate on it? <laughs> so um, the, the day we got engaged, I planned on uh, taking her out for a full day, making sure she had everything she wanted, or everything that I could afford that she wanted, because this was way before the music happened. So, <laughs> you know, um, I took her out all day, took her to a, uh, a Build-A-Bear, got her a bear. And I've been, and, and the crazy thing is, since we got engaged, I've been getting her a bear every year for our anniversary. Oh, that's cool. Because, uh, you know, that's the first thing I did, is took her to a Build-A-Bear, got her a bear, and... Um, and one year I didn't get her a bear. I'm just, I'm skipping because I'm going to forget the bear stuff. But one day <laughs> I didn't get her a bear, but that was the year we bought our house that we're in right now. And I was okay. like, I got you the biggest bear I could possibly get you. <laughs> I got you a, a 22,000 square foot bear. Which, which one, what, what, what do you want? So we call the house Big Bear now. So off of that, yeah, I took her to get a bear. I, um, you know, took her around the mall, got her, got her nails and stuff done and all that, all that stuff you, you do for your lady. And um, the big thing was I was going to propose to her at a restaurant. I was going to take her to dinner. And then right before we were about to leave to go to dinner, my car broke down. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, my car broke down and I, I, we couldn't fix it. I was out in the back <clears throat> in my going out clothes under my car trying to fix my car oh, in, in my no. backyard of my house and um yeah that never worked out so we had to take her car and <laughs> we finally finally got to dinner i had the ring in my pocket i was so nervous i didn't know what to do she kept asking me what's wrong during the whole dinner so i went to the bathroom with the ring and i was like yo check it out waitress put the ring in the thing you bring the checks out in. And she was like, oh my God, are you about to, are you about to, yeah, keep, keep in mind, we're at a Bennigan's. It's not like a oh, fancy man, restaurant. Yeah, yeah it's, not, <laughs> it's not like a fancy restaurant or anything like that. It's a Bennigan's. So I'm like, man, I'm going to the bathroom. Here's the ring. Bring it out in the, in the little check thing. They're going crazy. They're about to spoil the whole thing because they're starting to scream like, somebody's getting burger, somebody's getting burger. Oh. <laughs> so, and uh, I went to the bathroom came back, we were done with our meal, asked the lady for the check, gave her the wink, like, you know, the check. She brought it out <laughs> and, you know, I stood up, Amber stood up, we opened the check, she's like, oh, we forgot to pay. She opened the check, she was like, oh my God, somebody left their ring in here. <laughs> <laughs> so she's looking at me like, do you see this? Somebody left their ring. And I'm just looking normal, like, oh, this is going to be great now. She, had, she has no idea. I grabbed the ring, grabbed her hand, got on my knee. Everybody in Bennigan's just erupted. And apparently somebody has a video of this somewhere. Oh, man. This was, and this was before I, anybody knew about me at all. Nobody even knew my name back then. Like, you know, so somebody has a video of this somewhere. Well, they said it on Twitter. I, I never asked them for it. Cause it was cringy as hell. Cause it was in a Bennigan's, but <laughs> no, but so I got on one knee. She couldn't hear anything I was saying, but I did a whole speech. Uh, and then, uh, cause people were yelling so loud. I put the ring on her finger and, uh, yeah, we started running out and, you know, happily, happily just engaged running out. Oh yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you everybody. And this one person that I knew in middle school, came out like, oh my God, Fahim, what are you doing? And then for some reason, I just thought that was like a good time to just have regular idle conversation, just, uh, you know, 
make up time with this person from middle school. And my new, my brand new fiance is looking at me like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously just talking to this chick, but you were just gonna get going, let's leave. Get the hell out of here. And I was like, okay, fine. And people in the background are like, let him leave, let him leave, let him leave. Yo, it was so funny. It was the biggest thing, and it was just so crazy. But now we, uh, we got out of there, man, and, and here we are still. You know? Yeah, man. The rest is history. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a good story. Always having a good story. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so with your career, you do a lot of yeah. traveling. Do you have a specific city that you like more than the others? I mean, not trying to, you know, oh, no. Nah. Um, anybody, but you know, it's San Francisco, man. San Francisco is probably my favorite in the States. Mm -hmm. But um Okinawa is my favorite internationally. That's, and to God, when I when I got this, when I thought about this question, I was like, he's gonna say something like Japan or something. <laughs> yeah, Okinawa uh, is like my jam, bro. That's my full jam. I love Okinawa, man. I don't even know what it is. It's just I think it was just the easiest to move around. There's a lot of English speakers. Uh, it was just you know wild shit happening everywhere. Like just things you would never think to even see anywhere. Like the kind of places they sell uh, they sell panties and vending machines over there yeah. for some reason. I don't know. News, right? Don't they do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> vending machine painting. I don't know what that is. So have you, you ever know, wild shit. All the, no, of course not. I didn't have <laughs> any of their money. But now the clubs you go to, they have like uh, open mic freestyle nights, but everybody's like rapping in Japanese and shit. But the beats are crazy dope. I don't understand what they're saying, but the shit sounds good as hell. Like it's real, it's real, super dope stuff that you wouldn't even think to see over there. And it, it's, it was a good scene. It, it, it. We, we walked around more than anything, and I'd never walk around cities like anytime I go somewhere and I got a show if I think I'm gonna get bothered or anything like that I'd never walk around but that was just it was just too cool to not see what was going on in the city it was pretty That's dope. cool anybody yeah. looking for some some tips for uh, traveling Okinawa's a spot That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're looking for used panties out of nowhere definitely go there too <laughs> or, or uh, hip-hop <laughs> Japanese hip-hop karaoke absolutely yeah <laughs> oh. Man, a lot of times when grinding as hard as someone does, which I know yeah. you had to coming up, man, I mean, they catch a break or a blessing. Yeah. Um, honestly, this is a big blessing for you to be on the show. It was something I thought up uh, for, this, for this question. Um, you know, basically turns around their career. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you have such a moment? Um, could you elaborate on it if you had that kind of moment, like a break or, or some kind of blessing that just came Um, I think I had a, a bunch of... Uh, for lack of a better term, small blessings that all added up. Yeah. That really made like a lot of different situations. Not that any blessing is small because it's a blessing. It's no such thing. But there's a, a bunch of tiny instances that came together and really brought my whole career together as a whole. So, you know, there was, uh, you know, remaking Akon's song and then he heard it. And you know, well, his 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 homeboy heard it, then his brother heard it, then Akon heard it. Uh, you know, my dad taking me around to all the record labels in in L.A. You know, my first time really going, to, my first time going to California was when I was looking for a record deal. My dad took me around to look for record deals, and everybody offered me weird deals. And you know, we'll put out this one song and see what it does, and then we'll sign you to a bigger thing. It was so many little things that happened that I'm like, I'm glad that happened because this wouldn't have happened. I'm glad that happened because this wouldn't have happened. This this it was just a a chain of events that led to me today 
And, you know, I wouldn't take out any of the bad because those things triggered something else. You know what I'm saying? It's the butterfly effect. If one thing doesn't happen, then it tears down the rest of the timeline. So I'm, 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 I'm grateful for it, man. Yeah. But it, it wasn't like a moment uh, or one thing that, uh, you know, if, it, if there was anything that really launched me into making music, it was definitely my middle school talent show. <laughs> that was it. That was at Nims Middle School in Tallahassee. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I decided to do a rap about the school. Man. And yeah, I decided, I, I, it came out of nowhere. I wasn't doing music before that. I just decided to do a rap. I had a keyboard that had like some stock beats on it. Um, I, I plugged that up to the sound system and I did a rap about the school and everybody, that was like the, the theme song for the rest of the time I was there. And is that right? after that, I was like, man, I get friends for this? This is how you make <laughs> friends? I would do this all the time because I didn't have a lot of friends in school. So, you know, I was uh, I was always the loner and nobody really talked to me like that. And, you know, I was either the silly one or the one that you that you can get to eat anything. I was also a little chubby. Little <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but now, nah, you know, at that point, I was willing to whatever to do to make friends. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, once I saw how many friends I got off of that, as it goes, when you get a little fame, people want to be around you and shit i didn't know that at the time but i was like man if this is gonna get me friends i gotta write more raps and then i kept writing i kept writing i kept writing i kept getting better and better and better and uh t-pain happened <laughs> <laughs> look at you now man yeah exactly. <laughs> so for the rap that you did for your school did you i mean did you have it written or did you freestyle it? i wrote it you... i wrote it yeah i wrote it it was okay. a whole it was a whole thing and i won the talent show i got first place in the talent yeah. show for that that's what's up. and uh yeah that's i learned at an early age how to get people behind you just just put just include them and then i learned at an early age the next year not to include the wrong people because i yeah. tried to do another rap the next year for the talent show and i tried to bring my friend in mm -hmm. to rap with me he froze up on stage. We lost. We got last place. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you got to include the right people. You know, you, people always want to be a part of things, but you got to make sure they're the right people to include. So, you know, the next year I lost it, but I, I never stopped, you know, doing my thing. I, I kept on going and making sure that I, you know, kept making friends. I didn't want to stop making friends because I lost the talent show. So, boom, it, I still kept going, man. And here we are. Well, now look at you, <laughs> talent show of life. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, man. So, uh, your auto tune sound. Yeah, uh, it's something that I mean. When I first heard, God, rapper turned singer. Even before that, like I mean, I, I heard. I've got yeah you know, mixtapes on on disc, man. I look for man. Good lord, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like I mean, I know it's not. Not trying to be creepy, but no, I've been you're a fan good, for man. a while, man. And uh, I appreciate it. Now, we, I've, I've, I've heard a million times that it, that you didn't use it for two years so you can study it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that was a big deal for me. I needed to know everything it could do because I knew I only had, as a new artist, I only really had one chance right. to really get it out there and show people what I could do with it. So instead of, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like riding a motorcycle, man. Like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to start showing all tricks and shit until you actually got it. You don't yeah, want right. to fall in front of people. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to <laughs> fall off the shit, break your leg in front of people because that's going to be what you get remembered for. Right, if your right. shit is bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's what a lot of people, when they come out <laughs> swinging, before they know what the fuck they're doing, they, they, they're known for the bad version of what they could have done if they just would have sat back and studied their shit first. So, you know, I didn't want to be one of those people. So I made sure that I didn't fall and break my leg in front of people because I'm still learning. I wanted to know 
that right. I could do these things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to come out swinging with the knowledge and and, uh, and on a basis that I, I, I feel like I'm where I need to be in order to show you guys. So that's that's it. Yeah, you know, I mean, anytime you see anything, if when somebody's in the middle of a painting, they don't want you to see it because it's not ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm not done, or you know what I'm saying? Yep. Somebody don't want you to see their tattoo. I, I want it to be done. Yeah. I wanted to have my masterpiece completed before <laughs> I came. I don't want nobody to see it. I'm not taking the veil off of it. So yeah, I had to study it so I could know what it did because when I found it, I had never seen the plugin before at all in my life, and I had no idea what any of the buttons did. So I needed to know what each and and it wasn't just finding out what the buttons did it was finding out the combinations of what the buttons did so not only did i need to go through each button up and down to see what did what each knob to see what did what i needed to know if i did this to this knob while this knob is all the way down what's that going to do if i add this knob now what's that going to do now what if i take this middle one away again and then i add the back the first so i needed to know which every combination every possible you know, uh, uh, contingency that, that could ever be needed out of this play. I needed to know that. And that took me two years to do. Yeah, man. Art of war, learning your weapon. I get it. Absolutely. Very very good. (laughs) It's obvious, man. It sounds awesome. It's, it's, I love it, man. Which, what made you decide to go with that sound? Was it something that just snapped? Like you were just like, I want to do this or. It was, um, it was a Jennifer Lopez song. It was a dark child remix of Jennifer Lopez's If You Have My Love. And I always, oh. they, it always heard it on that, um, you know, those commercials of the variety CDs, uh-huh. all them songs, all them different songs. Yeah, on CD. that's like what I a, call music and whatever. Yeah, it was like, it was like a, a now and shit like that. But it was, it was always playing on Cartoon Network. Um, it, it was always heard it and I always wanted that effect, you know, and I was like, I got to find this effect. And it took me, a, took me a minute to find it. But I knew that I wanted to sing because I was a rapper at the time. And I knew I wanted to sing, but I didn't want to just be another singer. I wanted something to differentiate me from sure. the, the masses. You know what I'm saying? There's a mm-hmm. ton of fucking singers. And there was already a ton of famous singers. What yeah. was going to make me cut through the, the funk? You know what I'm saying? What was going to yeah. make me cut through all that noise and come with something different? Because my voice wasn't crazy different from anybody else. I sang just like everybody else. But I needed something that was going to cut through the noise. So that was something that yeah. would have, you know, something that make me unique. You know, I'm gonna set you aside, set you apart from everybody else. Absolutely, okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of your music, I mean, you've released so many tracks and incredible albums, man. I mean, is there one that stands out like you're most proud of? Oof. I think the album I'm most proud of did the least amount of sales, <laughs> which was crazy. But uh, I think it was Revolver was my was my most favorite album because it was the most musical, and it was. Yeah. I think it's the album that I wanted to do all the, all along, but I didn't have the musical ability to do. Mm. But, you know, once I hired a guitarist and a, a, a keyboardist, all my ideas start come, they started flying out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I couldn't do it myself. I didn't know how to play keys like that back then on my first two albums. Uh, my first three albums, I didn't know how to play keys like that. So all those beats are just basic, everything that I can do. But when I hired professionals, you know, all, I got to actually get all my ideas out. And yeah. apparently that was a little too musical for everybody. They're used to the cookie cutter, DJ Mustard, real quick, <laughs> little beep, 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 beep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even DJ, even DJ Mustard has gotten more musical since he came out. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, it's, it's, this is what, it's all the things that we want to do, but we're not, you know, musically inclined enough to get it out. But, at, but now I am because I learned from the people I hired and now I can just do it all I don't have to hire anybody anymore. Yeah. So it, it, it makes me feel good that I can do that now. But I know the happy medium to go at now. But at the time, Revolver 
was my favorite album because that was actually all my ideas, exactly how I heard them in my head. And I, yeah. I, I finally got to hear it on wax. So that was, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Probably yeah. one of my favorite tracks that you made is on that album, um, Drowning Again. Oh, yeah. Oh. Man, that, when I played that for my wife, she was yeah. like, is that yeah. I was like, <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> and, and that's the crazy I, thing. I played, I played keys on that. So that was really? me. That was me getting, yeah, I played all the keys on that. So that was me getting stuff out. And I learned that. I learned how to play that on the Three Rings tour. Oh, so really? I was, yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. It was on the, um, it was on the I Am Music tour with Lil Wayne. And I was learning how to, you know, move around the keyboard because I wanted to play keys on stage. And then that was uh, one of the things I learned how to play while I was, you know, while I was, uh, you know, teaching myself how to get better at keys for the tour. So yeah. it actually worked out that I, a whole song came out of me trying to teach myself the keys on tour. That's great, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorites <laughs> that you made, man. I, I love Thank that song. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, so also, you have had so many collaborations. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they put you on anything, it ends up being fire. <laughs> right. You know, no offense to Jesse McCartney, but I mean, when you did Body Language, I was like, okay, that's dope. And now it's one of my <laughs> wife's favorite songs. She plays it all the time. Perfect, um, yeah, thank you. But uh, do, you, do you have any, any collaboration that you hold higher than another? It's kind of like the same question before, just like with anybody you've collaborated with. Oh, yeah. Um, shit, my, the, the, fuck, what was that, two? I think it was a two or three. The least amount was two. I think I did two songs with Michael Jackson. So that was pretty cool. I can imagine that would be pretty dope. That was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. There you know, it was about to be three. It was about to be three, but it was uh one of my songs on Three Rings. It was the um change the if I could change the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was that he was about to get on that, but he heard it at the last second and he was like, I don't like to do samples. Like I I I, I need something original. And I was like, fuck, this was my this that was uh -huh. like my biggest. <laughs> the, that was the biggest thing I could do at the time. It's it felt like a huge deal, and I was like, I can't, I don't have anything else that like Michael Jackson can get on. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I so I I tried to wait, and I was like, I, I'll, I'll hear it one day, and it was too late. It was uh, too late, man. But uh, yeah, I did, I did one with uh, him and Usher, uh, uh, and I did one with him alone. But man, that was, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have that been incredible, man. Michael Jackson yeah. is somebody I was, I was just. Loved Michael Jackson growing up, dude. And that's one of the yeah, things man. that I've, whenever, whenever I first heard new music and then I saw the way that you can move, like I always, like oh when I was God. a kid growing up, I'd always practice in the mirror and doing the pop and, right. pop and all that stuff. But bro, like, I'm a, like, you're an entertainer <laughs> for real. Thank <laughs> you, like, man. Thank you, yeah. man. And <laughs> we've met each other and you've seen me. I'm 6'6", six, six, like 280 pounds. So you're a, a small individual <laughs> trying to move around and, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, Moving everything back, horrible. It's terrible, man. <laughs> My wife and I used to go dancing, and I would go, I would do break dancing, and I'd start doing, you know, windmills and stuff like that. Yeah, breaks. I almost took out the whole room. Man. Everybody had to back the fuck. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. First time, I, first time I met Michael Jackson, he, uh, I was on my way to the studio, and he invited me to his house. And I was like, no. And, you know, my manager called me. It was like, yo, Michael Jackson wants you to come to his house. I'm like, That's, that sounds stupid. Somebody's messing with you. No, but like, what have I done? What have I done that, that has me going to fucking Michael Jackson's house? That's not, that's not real. Tell whoever you 
talking to fucking prove it Hang or on. stop playing on your phone. <laughs> and uh, no, nah, man, it actually turned out to be real. I went to fucking Michael Jackson's house, man. And uh, he, he took me there just to tell me that he liked bartender. <laughs> and I oh. was like... <laughs> <laughs> Did he like come down in his elevator and say, I like bartender, click, and then yeah, just close and like, He was like, who produced that? And I was like, I did. He was like, oh, who wrote it? I was like, I did. He's like, oh my God, you did that. That's the, he said, that's the first CD he had bought physically in the last four years before it came out. And wow. that was, that was an honor. I was like, no, yeah. no way, dude. And he showed it to me. He had somebody go get it and he showed it, he bought the CD. I was like, that's, that's crazy. That's, That's awesome. insane. Yeah, so we just sat, started talking about cartoons and all that kind of shit, and <laughs> watching the uh, watching the little TMZ and all the uh, the little stargazing trucks pass by and shit. They're just stopping in front of his house. I'm like, man, you don't that doesn't weird you out. It's like after ten years, I'm fine. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just, just another thing. It's like seeing a squirrel out in the yard now. Right, <laughs> it's just normal things now. You don't even see it anymore. But now nah, that was that was one of my greatest experiences, man, and, and bartender. We'll, we'll hold awesome. a special place in my heart for that. Oh, but, yeah, man. Uh, Knowing yeah. that now, I mean, it holds a special place in mine, and I didn't have <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, so I'm, I'm real big on lyricists. Like, what, what, mm. what's terrible nowadays, in my opinion, is the way that kids are listening to music, and, you know, no offense to any of the new guys out there, the sound cloud, yeah. sound cloud those guys think that, you know, if it works, it works. If you can, I'm always for, if you can make, you can money, make money for it, it <laughs> go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a lyricist kind yeah. of guy. Like I Me love, too. like, you know, you got Eminem, Royce, mm -hmm. the five nines, a bust of rhymes. You. Right. Um, Absolutely. Now <laughs> there's a, there's a story out there that I've heard a bunch. I'm sure a lot of people have, and I'm sure that you've talked about this to, at nauseum. But but Royce the five nine. Yeah. You probably already know where I'm going. That's uh, yep. is Absolutely. it so <laughs> now Eminem is one of my one of my top favorite artists and y'all haven't worked together. No. <laughs> Can no. you explain why? Maybe I know it has something to do with Royce. You know what? I, at this point now I don't know. But I, oh. I was thinking <laughs> I was okay. thinking at first because me and Royce had a misunderstanding and I had no idea what the problem was with Royce because after I met Royce the first time, I had never talked to him again. So <laughs> it was like a, I gave him my number, he gave me his number and we parted way. We were staying at the same hotel one time and I was leaving to go to my show and I was like, bro, we got to change math. Boom, boom, boom. Never talked to him again. And then the next thing I hear from Royce Five Nine was, I remember T Pain didn't want to work with me. I was like, who the fuck did you talk to? You had my phone number. <laughs> wow. No idea. So I'm thinking that at some point, Royce talked to somebody that told him that they can get me to do something. And I don't know who that person is. And that person doesn't know me either. I, I'm going to guess that he talked to somebody and they scammed him out of something or something like, I don't know what happened, but I yeah. bet he told Eminem about that. And I, I'm gonna. I, I hope that's why I haven't worked with Eminem. I really hope so, because if it's if it's just been a a a, a thing of just me needing to ask Eminem, does he want to work? Then I'm feel stupid as shit. <laughs> so, so yeah, Eminem, if you if you if you're watching, man, you know, come yeah, on. He watches this all the time. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it'll, get to him. it'll get to him.
I'm, I'm trying to make sure he gets it. Um, it'll get it. It'll, it'll get there. No. <laughs> I um okay. Now we can talk about the masked singer. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember watching a, a, a interview with you and Big Boy, and you mentioned you were like, "What? What's? I don't know what that is." But, uh, <laughs> now I gotta I gotta say this. And I'll put my hand on a Bible, whatever. And my wife uh-huh. can even attest to this. When I first heard the monster, I was like, that's T-Pain. <laughs> she goes, huh? No way. Right. And a lot of people <laughs> didn't realize it. And that's got me feeling some kind of way. Like, I'm in my feelings it's weird. about it, man. It's like, weird. That, huh? It's weird, man. I mean, it's, it's just... <laughs> <sighs> It's like people don't expect it, so nobody's gonna make that guess. So you know what I'm saying? Like people that don't know where how my voice sounds, they're they're like, that sounds like T Pain, but I don't think he can sing, so that can't be him. You know, like if I came if if me and you went outside uh-huh. and I go back inside and I say, bro, Jay just did a fucking backflip. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, Jay can't fucking backflip. Baby, you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody saw it nobody saw it nobody didn't see it nobody saw it but nobody didn't see it so yeah, I, if i go back inside and say bro jay just did a backflip air's gonna be like no way we've never seen jay do a backflip so there's no way he just did a backflip he's huge <laughs> <laughs> like, and, then, and then it's gonna take it me coming out and showing everybody bro just come outside and that's what the show did for me it brought everybody outside so they could see the backflip at it you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it really was the people that didn't know really had a chance to, you know, boggle around in their mind what it could be and how these things could work out and how could this be T-Pain? And then they saw it all the, the whole season. They saw it go through. I, had a lot, I got a lot of people apologizing to me on Twitter, like, bro, sorry. <laughs> Good. Didn't know Some you can do bitches. it. Didn't know you can do it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I need to apologize. Yeah, I was, I was doubting you. I wasn't a fan before. I'm sorry. I didn't know your voice was like that. So shit like that. But it, I mean, it, it's, it's fine, man. That's, that's what's been happening to me my whole career. So you know, that having that happen, it wasn't different. The only, the only thing that, that does make it different is the scale. You know what I'm saying? Like the amount of people that saw it. Like you know, I've been always doing like the NPR stuff. Like you know, with all the views we got on that. And, you know, all the stuff I do live, anytime you come to my concert, I never use auto-tune in concert. So, you know, if you come to my concert, you hear my real voice. You watch the internet enough, you'll hear my real voice. If you listen to anything but the singles on my albums, you'll hear my real voice. But people don't do that shit. And, you know, it took Fox to really put it out there and get a good level of eyes on it. And I think that's what, the, that's what really made it big. It was the scale because it was fucking Fox. Yeah. 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 They get some viewers. That was, uh, <laughs> man. And what, what I loved is the, the last episode when you were seeing, um, stay with stay me. With me. Yeah. yeah, man. It seriously. And I get to like, I'm, I'm one of those individuals that if I, if I'm listening to a song and it hits me and like, I'm one of those, uh, what I, I read about it. If there's a word for it, it's like audit, auditory or something, but it, oh yeah, it, I know, yeah, yeah. Hits that nerve. happens to me a lot. I start choking up. Yeah, like, that I happens get, to like, me a lot. Emotional, and my wife yeah. is like, "Damn, are you crying again, Jesus?" But <laughs> me, I'm just like, it's, it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's 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 a it's a damn shame. But you're crying it's, you know, again. <laughs> <laughs> and 
like, that's perfect. That's you know, perfect. It, I just it, it hits a it hits a nerve with me where like yeah man. I'll listen to certain songs and it'll make me think of my wife or like a certain part of my like, yeah all music. the time. I have I have a lot of those songs too that that make me yeah. think of for sure. Oh, it's a music time. hits me pretty pretty strong, man. It's yeah. it's a, it's it's pretty awesome. And yeah. uh, man, when you were when you were singing that, I was like, damn, because you can that see actually it. Actually, does like, that to me were, too. Huh? That does that to me too. I, yeah. it, it, that me hearing that now, like sometimes I just go back and watch it because it was a great moment in TV and a great yeah. moment in my career. It it does that same thing to me. I still I still get teary eyed watching myself. So have I understand. You ever, have you <laughs> watching it by yourself? Just watching it by yourself. You're like, let me check this. Let me check this. Let me just check this out. <laughs> taking a taking a shit and crying. What's going on? I'm not about it. <laughs> Oh, have you ever have you ever gone through that when you're actually singing? Like, have you ever had to like? Oh yeah. Yourself. Yeah, oh yeah. I cry, no, that, I was. If you watch it, I was crying then. I was crying when I was singing that. I was gonna say I thought you were sweating, so I was like, oh. nah. <laughs> but I was crying, yeah, it, I I was crying when I was singing that. Yeah, I was crying yeah. on the show. That made me because I looked up and I saw the judges crying. So I was like, oh well, okay, this must be okay. <laughs> yeah yeah man i remember when i was a kid i remember being a fan of lauren hill and when she was doing an unplugged she started crying when she was singing and i was like damn that's just yeah it's awesome it is awesome it's raw emotion in this shit man it it really helps to it really helps to project that and get that out man you know what i'm saying and and, yeah uh, you know if you're putting if you're putting in enough effort and enough you know of your heart into something to make yourself cry while you're doing it <laughs> and people got to know that's real, man. People got to know that's a this ain't this ain't something that we just doing to make money. It's really a passion for us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's something that that really brings us to tears because we love doing it. And yeah. you know when we do it right and it comes together exactly how you want it, yeah, expect tears. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's heart and soul. It's it's an awesome for sure, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so let's see here. What uh, we got some time? Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, at the end of that, man, my wife was like, "You were right." I was like, "I've been right the whole damn time." Just listen to me. <laughs> but um, so I'm positive that everybody watching this would love to know after the world opens back up and all this mm-hmm. pandemic shit is over, are you going back out there touring anything? I'm going crazy. I'm about to go crazy. That's I'm already planning. I'm already planning. I'm taking my new artist with me. I'm taking everybody. I got Cheo Nash, Spring Break uh uh, uh piao like i'm taking everybody with me so we, we're already planning like a nappy boy family tour so we're we're, nice. we're, going, we're going crazy with that yeah yeah man if you're in atlanta what's up with them tickets man i got you you ain't got to worry about it we'll, we'll make a big ass section for you and your shoulders <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> we'll make sure you get we'll make sure you get you're a big gamer nappy boy yeah. gaming yeah um, yep. this is one i wanted to get to because uh i used to be a, a crazy video game fan man nice nice i fell away from it because my job yeah hours are just crazy so I hardly it happens man the house. so what i do is i play these games with my wife that it's hilarious watching her play games she does the thing with the <laughs> <laughs> bubble bobbles our shit man bubble bobble is our shit really that's bubble bobble that's your shit yeah that's man. Great. That's funny she told me when we first got together and we were playing she goes i get the shoe always all oh, this <laughs> so i'm like dope thanks so cool you got shoe. it 
You got it. Do your thing, goddamn. No problem, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and your Twitch is blowing up. I, Ads, oh my god, it's awesome, man. I yeah, love man. watching the intros with the. It's when you came out with that first <laughs> intro. Yeah, bo, bo, bro, I can't. I I watch it constantly. I wish you, had, bro, you need to put that on a on a disc. Like, it's gonna be somewhere. We're gonna make it somewhere. <laughs> so, bro, bro, I showed that to everybody, and they were like, "Dang, perfect!" Hell dude. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I got a question <clears throat> that I think is probably one of my favorite questions to ask. <laughs> if you could play one game for the rest of your life. Good luck with this one. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. If I, <laughs> I can play one game for the rest of my life. Say you're on a desert island and for some reason it has electricity. Do I have Wi-Fi? Can it be a multiplayer game? W whatever game, partner. I mean, yeah, this is your world. <laughs> uh oh my God. One game for the rest of my life. Oh my God. Did I, I guess stump people? Did I stump? Nah, I guess for diversity, it would have to be Call of Duty. Okay. See I guess so. The new one, the, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not, not Cold War. It would be Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And, uh, yeah, as long as I got multiplayer function, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <laughs> as long as you can still connect with everybody in the world. Absolutely. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. I don't have to be saved or anything. I just need to, just, <laughs> I'll, I'll need to tell everybody where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like sports games. I know you're not a big sports game fan like i'd like them fan, but... I'd, I'd like them if i was good at them i just i just i, I don't like them because i can't play them <laughs> that's, a, that's the only reason i don't like sports games <laughs> that's, that's all right man i just, I just suck at them i just suck at them <laughs> that's a good everybody reason saw, everybody like everybody's everybody's so good already like okay. with me starting to learn everybody's just like wildly great at the shit and i, I can't i can't compete with it and and i get frustrated so i'm just always like fuck this game <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> exactly. So you know, this is one of those things. But no, I do like the games. I just, I just can't. I just suck at them. <laughs> I don't even play them. Hey, that's a good reason not to like something. Man. <laughs> yeah. If I can't play a sports game, I'll make sure I can get a song on there for sure. I get a song on the soundtrack. That's all I want. I just want my shit playing in the background. That's okay. it. <laughs> so what kind what are your what are your like your the games that you really like to get into now is it like i've seen i've seen you play some on your twitch and um on like yeah. youtube and stuff like what, it's what mostly what it's mostly guns and cars guns and cars if 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 a, if a game is mostly guns like call of duty there it is if a game is mostly uh cars like forza or a set of corsa I'm all on that. If it, if there's like both, like cyberpunk or, you know, like Grand Theft or anything like that, there's yeah. guns and cars. Oh yeah, shut it down. I'm all the way in. Yeah. So it's <laughs> uh, you know I think that's because those are my favorite things in real life. You know what I'm saying? So guns and cars. You know, having okay. those things. Yeah, having those things integrated into games, for sure. <laughs> like I'm like I collect I collect I collect guns. Like I I, I I'm not. A crazy collector because I don't just go out to gun shows and shit. People are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. So, <laughs> so I try to keep my keep my collecting on the low. So I probably got uh, around forty guns so far, and uh, yeah, I'm just now starting to get into building, uh, you know, imported cars. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm building, you know, non-domestic. So I, I I I grew up building like old Chevys and you know, Chevelles and you know, Impalas and, and shit like that, but now I'm getting into, you know, 
other stuff yeah. like BMWs and, and, and fucking Miatas and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> Miatas. I'm getting into, I'm, yeah, I'm getting into different kinds of racing and stuff like that. So now it's turned into something else. So, you know, cars and guns, man, that's all my shit. So having those things in the game and, you know, criticizing if they're real or not, or if anything would react the way that they react in the game. I love that shit. I love it. That's my favorite. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if I can ever get to a point to where I can collect cars, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, it, it works, man. It, it's a bitch to park the motherfuckers. I'll tell you that. Cause that, that at one point I almost had 40 cars. And that was the worst thing ever. I had never had anywhere to put them. I, I wasn't. <laughs> Cars, bro? Were you trying to Leno yourself? I was trying to Leno, but I didn't have Leno space. He got the air, the airplane hangers and shit. I just had a, a yard. <laughs> I had a six-car garage. <laughs> I didn't have shit else. That didn't work out for me. That was not a good fucking idea. I did not plan that out well. And it was like, and it wasn't like, you know, I went and bought these cars intentionally. It was always like, I'd pass by a car. I'm like, oh, that's a nice car. What do you, what, what do you think that's called? That's a new car? Bam, what's got a car? Let's go see if they got one of those at the thing. It wasn't like like me planning out, I should go buy a car next week or something like that. Or I'll walk out of a club and see a dope car. I'd be like, man, whose car is this? And somebody said, that's my car. I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, how much you charge for that? <laughs> how much you want for it? I'll take it right now. So it's like stuff like that. And that's how those cars came to things. And I'll forget about the ones in the garages. Then I'll forget about the ones in the backyard and only drive the ones in the front yard. And then all the ones in the garage, the gas will go bad or the battery, the battery will go dead. Shit like that. I couldn't move it. Then the cars would get stuck. So I, instead of just getting them unstuck, I just go get another car that, that was not in that pile of shit. So, you know, it was just those kinds of things that, that, that accumulated and it was just hey. I had too much money. That way too much money. That was stupid as hell. I need to get the Hummer out. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's two cars in front of it. Let's just go buy another one. Yeah. Like my I let a Ferrari go dead in my yard from not driving it. Bro, come on. Who just man. has a Ferrari and doesn't drive it? And the battery just stayed dead. And I have no idea where the battery the people kept telling me the battery's under the seat. And I'm like, well okay, well that's lost forever then because I'm not getting out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Ferrari. You know what kind of tools you gotta have to get under the seat in a fucking Ferrari? Nah, so I'm good. Yeah, that's just staying where it is. Fuck it. <laughs> so, so you got so your backyard got got grass and weeds growing over it. Like yeah, it's all kind of shit. Dust. I'll never get them washed. You know what? I could see if I if I had all that and I had like a guy to wash all the cars and shit. Nope, none of that shit. Don't touch that shit. Don't wash it. I'm not gonna drive it. It's just going to be sitting in the yard clean as hell for no reason. <laughs> Seriously, man. You know how, like, in those old school houses, like, they'd have a dark covered and... Yeah, and that's, that's exactly what it is. Exactly a Ferrari in the back covered in grass, bees living in it. It's covered in fucking dirt and weeds and vines and shit. It's, uh, you know, it's a part of it. You're treating cars like some of us, like, treat gum at a grocery store. Oh, that's a good pack of gum. I'm going to get that, throw it in the bag. You're like, hey, what kind of car is that? Dope. Give me the keys. That's what it was. Exactly. That's what it was. It was going shopping while you're hungry. That's what it was. Just grabbing everything. Just grabbing shit. You're not going to eat that. You're never going to fucking eat that. <laughs> what you get? What, what you get? You ain't, eat a, you ain't eat a banana in 15 years, and all of a sudden you want one now. <laughs> you want a bunch of them. You know what? Let me get a banana. No, not only do I need a banana, I need something to hang these on. I need a banana hanger and shit. Like, you don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> Potassium oh, levels are shot to hell, and all of a sudden you want to get a bunch of bananas. Yeah. <laughs> you never ate a kiwi in your life. <laughs> you don't even know how. You 
don't even know how to eat kiwi. God damn it. <sighs> Come home with 50 boxes of gushers. Your wife's like, I sent you for baking soda. What the fuck? <laughs> I was hungry. Oh, man. Yeah, that's man. exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, man. All right, my man. Well, yeah. That that pretty much does it, man. This has been an absolute honor. There Seriously. it is, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you for having me, man. Sorry it took me so long to get set up. And but you know, all this is it's a lot in here, man. That's <laughs> electronics, man. Yeah. That <laughs> stuff yeah, never works for me man. either. Yeah, it, it's a technology, man. It, it'll go out on you. You can't trust it. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me by, man. That, that was cool as hell. Absolute pleasure, man. I'd love to have you again eventually. I appreciate you very much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely, bro. Thank you, man. All right, man. There you go. What's good, man? It's your homeboy, T-Pain, and best believe you have now access to Complicated Production. What's up? It's Goat to Goat Talk. You plugged in with Jay right now. This is Jay Nash. Jay, I heard you named your dog after me. Cameron Jordan, New Orleans Saints defensive end? What's going on, James? Um, Jay, um, I wish you guys many monies for many moons. Right here, baby. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Watch yourself. With my boy, Jay Parrish. Check him out, y'all. He's bringing that heat all the time. What up, guys? It's Kenyon Drake, current Arizona Cardinals running back. And you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Hey, what's up? This is Jameis Winston, and you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. What's up? It's Alexander Madison, and you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. You're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. You're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Boom! Jay the Plug. Can't say he's my boy yet. And you're listening to my boy, Jay the Plug. Get plugged up, everybody.